episode of Views from the Bench. I am super excited to have our guest today, uh, not only because he's going to shed some light into the world of uh, youth sports advising, but because he's got a lot to offer as far as programs and things like that. So welcome to the show, Jack. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. And I just want to say I'm excited to do this right now because I will admit, I, I, I think I know a lot about hockey. But this is one subject I know nothing about. And to have you on to share some info with all the people watching, and then in addition, enlighten me, is, is something that I'm excited about. So if I go off kilter a little bit and start asking you some weird questions, just roll with it. Because you know what? I, I'm right now. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to, to, to dive into the world that you, that you have made a career of and stuff like that. So thanks again for coming on. I'm really excited. I just I'm, I'm hoping you can share some of that with us yeah yeah absolutely a uh, ton of junior hockey leagues out there and a ton of things that we offer at rule one sports so excited to get into it yeah so before we get into what your job is currently like that give me your background in hockey tell me like where you grew up playing and uh so i grew up playing um for sun prairie um the old cardinals and, and played for the high school program there Mm -hmm. um instead of playing juniors i went into the navy um did did my service got out decided that i wanted to play a little more but i had aged out of juniors so um larry clemens gave me a ton of ice he's a goalie guy here in madison um right gave me a ton of ice and i worked with him and uh got an opportunity in the sphl but um by then I was a little a little worn down from the Navy so I yep. uh, got into coaching right and um you know it seems seems to be my passion seems better fit for me than playing so I've really enjoyed the transition here so you said you got into coaching what are some of the stops you've had along the way with coaching yeah so um I've worked a lot of a lot of individual stuff. I've worked with some AAA programs as far as doing skills. And then uh, I worked in the USPHL for the Dallas Ducks a couple years as an associate head coach. And um, that went well and um, kind of moved on because he saw kind of different things in coaching. Um, right. It's more about about the wins and, and the team success. And I wanted to really focus on individual development and and helping players right achieve their individual goals. So, um, you know, kind of specialized in this. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm glad you brought up because it's one of my big things. It's one of the themes I'm having throughout this these interviews on views from the bench I'm doing. And, and I'm glad you brought it up about individual because that's one of the things where I'm I'm really big at youth and youth hockey is that like um, I, I don't care for the wins or the losses. I don't care for the I mean, I care about the wins and losses, but it's there's a bigger picture, especially with youth hockey. Wins and losses is great. Like, uh, I'm not a huge fan of, of, you know, practices being, you know, systems-based or anything else like that. I'm, I'm more about let's develop the kids for later on when they get to 16, 17, 18, and then into college and hopefully, like, maybe pro or something like that. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's it's huge to know that where you're at right now, you're more focused on the individual, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's really what we try to do, right? We select guys that, um, right, whatever they they need, um, we we help them with, right? Yeah. Um, so some guys need some videos, some guys need some, um, you know, skills training, and uh, whatever the individual, right, 
needs to accomplish, um, that's where we kind of guide them in the right direction and help them along the way. Yeah, and let's talk about your your role. And uh, so, what is the what what company do you work for? Uh, Rule One Sports. Uh, okay. We we are an advisory company, an agency. Uh, we represent guys from high school AAA all the way up to the American League, right? So, um, very very big spectrum of players, but all of them, like I said, they have their their things to work on, no matter what level they're at. And then as far as being with Rule 1, your role there spe specifically is an advisor, correct? Yep, advisor and, and skills coach. Um, okay. I do all the video, um, breaking down the video. Uh, I do skills sessions out of, out of McFarland and uh, the Madison area, and, and then obviously advising and using our network to get guys to um, whichever team they are fit for. Okay. And then as far as advising um, and like a skills coach, we'll get to the skills part in a second. Um, what, like, what do you actually advise? Like, what is an advisor? Like what, I mean, like, and that's the thing is like, there's so many different kind of uh, are people of opinions on what an advisor is. And that's something where I think a lot of the issues is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes there's a little bit of, of negativity going along with a, with an advisor because nobody really knows. Right. And then, what separates you from another advisor? And, and so what exactly is the role of an advisor? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a loaded question there. Yeah. So a lot to go into with that. So there's a couple different different companies and, and how they advise. And um, obviously that's very important when you, when you pick a company, right? Because yeah. they are going to represent you to coaches, whether it's, you know, the North American Hockey League, the USHL, um, triple A teams, whatever it may be. So, um, a lot of companies, right. They'll do your standard advising, um, take in your information, uh, kind of your goals. And then, uh, some companies will push you to a certain team. Some companies will just push you to whatever team you want to say. Um, right. So you get a lot of different variations and mm -hmm. where rule one sports is different. Um, right. Say you're a kid that, you know, wants to, you're from the Midwest, but you want to go play juniors out East, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay, perfect, right? We have no agenda. We want to help you accomplish your goals, whatever they may, may be, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to play in the NCDC, the NA, um, and get to a college out East, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go out East and, and help you get there. Um, and our network, right, is very good. So we're able to do a lot of things, whether it's Canada, the Midwest, um, out east, like I said, that's good. Um, but then we go beyond that, right? Because we mm -hmm. want the personal touch. We don't want to take your money and run where you hear some horror stories, right? Yep. Of, you know, these families, they pay thousands of dollars for um, these, these, you know, companies to represent them and the company just leaps. Um, what we do is, is very personal. Um, we add in a lot more than just the advising, right? We do video and analytics, um, which I do. It's a little different, right? Where you've done video before as a team, maybe, but mm -hmm. you've never just sat there and broken down your game. Um, so every guy that does it, wow, this is different. I really love this, right? So generally we do video with you once a week. Um, and then we have strength and conditioning. Jake Nitsche, who's been running the workouts. Um, he works under Paul Goodman and the Chicago Blackhawks and, and he's very passionate about that. So 
Um, you know, his touch and the strength and conditioning aspect is excellent. Um, right. So you're getting a lot of personal touches here and there and, um, you know, weekly updates, right. We show our work to you with our player profiles and highlights. Um, so you get a ton, a ton more than any other agency can provide. That's so. awesome. One of the things too, you just brought up there was, was your network. How big is your network? Or like, are you guys just primarily located in Wisconsin or is it a Midwest thing? Are you guys all over North America? Um, we are based out of Chicago and Madison. Okay. Um, but we take in players from all over, right? We have some players from Colorado, um, some from the East Coast, New Jersey area. Um, we got guys from Florida, right? So um, our network expands very far, um, mm-hmm. right, to, to where we are able to say truthfully, if, if there's a team that you want to go to, we have a connection in some way yeah. uh, to get there and talk to the coach and, and give you that opportunity to hopefully play for that program. And we talk about coaches and things like that. How open are um, our youth coaches that you've seen to uh, rule one sports and yourself when you come in? And in, in addition to that, how much impact do you have on the player with, you know, the coaching team he's on, like as far as like helping them out? Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a great question. So with the coaches, um, right, you want to work with them. Right. You want to be a part of their team. That's right. An extension of their coaching staff. So a lot of the communication, like if we do video, right, Mm -hmm. I ask I ask the guys, you know, hey, what systems are you running? Um, You know, are you supposed to be cutting over here when you're on the penalty kill? Right. Because I don't want to interfere with the systems. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that is very important. But um, to make them run that system more efficiently um, so their player is better for them is huge right so the coaches generally love it right because we're just we're helping them out and uh they like that right one less thing to worry about for them and uh we're making sure the guys develop so yeah and that's one of the things that i think as a as a as a coach i would love if if if, because that's one of the things i run into as a coach right you're constantly always like trying to tell kids things right you're constantly trying to like enforce an idea or a system or something in and sometimes a kid just doesn't understand it and then it always helps to have someone like yourself or another just you know clean slate saying hey no no like your coach is right <laughs> like yeah like, like yeah. your stick isn't in the lane i don't know if you haven't noticed like and that's where i think would be a great benefit is that you know you're just a you're on the you're on the player's side correct and you're you're helping them and you're also in the, helping the coach out as well um and then as far as college and junior coaches how do you connect with them to get them to a player like is it just you simply just pick up the phone and make a phone call or is it is it is there a sort of, sort of connection base that you have um yeah it's a little it's a little different there kind of with every player um mm-hmm. some players they they want to go play for a certain college that we have a relationship in that case we do pick up a, uh pick up the phone and just yeah. have a conversation share their player profile with them mm-hmm. um other cases we have guys that right they have a ton of offers right yeah. so they want to make the best decision that's fit for them um right that's a little less talking to every coach right you mm-hmm. want to find out you know where does he fit in your lineup how much is he going to play um but a lot of it is you know is the campus good do they have my major um you know if you check the check the box on those two um usually it's serious consideration and that's when i'll call them and say you know so and so is very interested 
Um, kind of just where do you see him in your lineup? Uh, he's an awesome kid. A lot of the questions are, you know, you talk to coaches and, and they go, okay, he's a good hockey player, but what's he like as a person? Yeah. I got to be around him for four years. What, who is he? Right. Like, what's he like? What's his interest type mm-hmm. of kid he is. Right. So that's most of the conversation. Um, right. Cause the highlights and, and stuff speaks for itself, but yep. uh, a lot of it's just describing who they are as people. When you're looking for to place a kid on a team, what are some of the, what are some of the connections you look for from player to coach or player to organization or something like that? Um, yeah. So, uh, like you said, we have a good, good conversation about their goals, right. Yep. And, and what they want to do and, um, you know, what, who they are as a player is big. So, um, some guys are very self-motivated, right. Some mm-hmm. guys are in the weight room. They do that on their own. Um, and they go to practice, they work their hardest on their own, right. That's more of a, right. That's a player that would fit really well under a professional style coach. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, NHL, American League, the coaches show up. They don't have to maintain the players. They know they're doing their job um, and they're prepared. So um, guys like that, it's really easy to select a team for them. Guys that maybe need that extra push, right? That's where we look for a coach that is, um, right, not a micromanager, but a guy that's going to be on top of you right? He's going to know what you're doing. He's going to want you in the weight room, right? He's going to give you that step-by-step guidance, right? So that's huge. Um, And then obviously their goals, right? If they want to play for a college in the Midwest, well, let's play juniors in the Midwest, right? So, um, you know, those are the types of things we look at when placing a player. And then let's talk about the players. What What's the typical age of players that you start looking at sort of potentially to be, uh, to advise them? Um, yeah. So we kind of, kind of every age group, uh, really starting with the O fives, um, okay. right. O six is pretty young, but if you want to get into AAA, um, then right. We obviously want to work with you and make sure you're, you're playing in an organization where you're enjoying yourself and having a good time. Um, but 05s, right, that'll be the draft next year for the USHL. And uh, mm-hmm. those guys are getting close to entering midget hockey and getting to a level of significance. But really, every age group, right? We have yes. the seniors in high school, right, that are transitioning to juniors, right? And then we have age outs and juniors, which this past year was the 99 birth year. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to go to college, right? And some of them have had exposure but they need a little bit more of a push, right? And that's where we help them out. So I'd say, you know, this year it'd be the 05s to to the 99s, right? So six-year age gap. Um, and then obviously beyond that, we work with professionals and transition to an agency. Um, but that's more, right, when you, when you accomplish that level and have those um, scouts reaching out to you, um, that's when you got to find an agent. So you're, yeah. you're prepared for those leagues. And then when it comes to uh, being an advisor and having to, like, is it the USHL draft just happened right. and uh, phase one and phase two. And, and uh, you know, when parents sometimes they get an advisor, they, you know, some of them have like realistic expectations. Some have unrealistic expectations. And like, you know, it's the same thing with youth hockey. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, there's a kid who's playing, you know, he's just learned how to skate two years ago. He's playing sport C. 
and yeah, you know, he goes to play out for he goes to try out for tier one, and he doesn't make it, and he's you know that's unrealistic. What do you tell uh, a person or a skater that you're advising that maybe just went through some got some bad news, like they didn't get drafted in the USHL phase one or phase two draft? Like what what is what is your role there? Um, yeah, kind of right. Talk them through it. Um, mm-hmm. Right? You know, does it mean your career's over? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, is it good for motivation? Right? To work hard to get those repetitions? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's right. Something that I focus in on, in on, um, is, you know, that means we got to work on some stuff, right. Um, we got to go to work here, right. We got to get better. Um, right. It's never anybody's fault. Right. So try to stay away from the finger pointing, right. It's just, we got to be more prepared for next time. Right. So, um, that, that's a huge thing that keeping it positive, keeping it realistic, um, at the same time is, is huge. And that's how I work with all of my guys. So. And that's one of the awesome things I know about, uh, rural and sports and especially what you do is, is that you have that, you talk about personal touch, right? Because you also do a lot of on ice skill work. And one of the things is, and I, I love, I love, I love this about you guys is that you guys not only are going to, if a player goes in, like, I didn't get drafted in phase one, like it's one of those things, well, like, I can help you then, right? So you can be like, okay, I got ice time. Let's work on this. Like, let's let's find out why you weren't there. And and that's the other thing too. I think you could possibly do that that maybe other people can't. You can give that unbiased view of maybe why they didn't make it. And then um, I've I've heard I, my brother was telling me about it that you guys also have the possibility of reaching out to a lot of those junior coaches and maybe saying like, what did you see and why didn't you draft them? Which sometimes a player has a hard time doing. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's a great tool that we do use, yeah. right? Is okay, you know. Hey, coach, um, why didn't Joe get drafted? Right? Is yeah. is you know, am I missing something? Right? Kind of hear his review, right? Because obviously, I'm not a coach, um, yeah. right? I'm not going to coach your kid, um, right? So you want to hear it directly from the source. Well, um, yeah, he's got to work on his skating or you know his his puck moving decisions. Um, and that's something, right? I after I get off the phone with the coach, I, I call the kit, right. Mm-hmm. And say, Hey, um, so here's, here's what I'm hearing. Um, you know, we got to work on your decision-making and your skating, right. Um, I have ice time next week, Tuesday and Thursday. Are you going to make it out? Um, right. And then they just get back to me. And once they show up, we do right. Each day has a theme, um, right. And, and whether it's puck moving, decision-making, skating, um, whatever it may be, right? We're always getting better and, and always making sure that if each individual kid has a different weakness during their repetition, I make sure that that individual kid is focusing on that specific part. Yeah. You, and you brought up too about blaming. And that's something that I've always been, um, you know, I've always been big on with kids. And you said like, sometimes kids want to blame certain people or blame something else. And um, it's one of the worst things parents can do ever yeah. is blame anybody. And I will tell you this is one of the reasons why you might be the best go between is because, because you're not as emotionally invested as a parent is correct. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Like you, the last thing you want to do as a parent is call up that coach emotionally charged after phase two just ends and say, why didn't you draft my kid? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, I mean, one, we want our kids to start being accountable. We want us, we want them to start finding their own voice and being able to ask people the questions. But one of the great things that you can provide is like, is that 
unbiased, non-emotionally charged questions that can answer too. And that's the other thing too, is that you guys, a lot of the times are able to provide that, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, you're able to provide a, um, maybe a reason before they go to the coach or the, or the, or the, the GMs, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and that's what the thing is. And that's why I love that you brought up, don't blame anybody else. And uh, a lot of times when kids don't get drafted or they don't get a look or go to the team that supposedly wanted them, their first instinct is to blame. But one of the things you guys provide is we're not going to blame. We're just going to work on the things that I think we need to work on. Like right now, let's go. Um, so that's yeah. good. Um, cool. Um, one of the other questions I have for you is, um, and you, you've touched on a little bit too, but what, you know, aside from the personal touch and um, like the programs, like you guys have a ton of programs. It's not just, the, like you said, you have the video analysis, but um, you, 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 you touched on the strength. What what all the programs do you run with Rule 1 Sports? Yeah, so we uh, we do a lot of a lot of different things, right? And, and, you know, it can vary per player, right? You don't have to utilize everything. Mm -hmm. um right it's totally up to you like some guys have trainers already mm -hmm. um but it's nice to have a trainer that we can supply to you so if you ever do have questions if you ever need a workout jake's right there he's handy to you um right as far as like video analysis um that's up to the player right i'm yeah. i'm kind of tool for them to use is you know i'm i'm not feeling very confident can we do film uh, this week, yeah, absolutely. What what time works best for you, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're in season, right? So try and, try and cater to their availability and um, do it like that. But a lot of guys, right, they do video once a week. Uh, we break down, you know, a game or two from the weekend, um, some highlights and uh, right guys really enjoy that. So that's usually once a week. Um, but then we also have... Um, you know, some, some other things as far as scouting, um, some showcases they can attend for exposure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's right. That's a lot. Yeah. So uh, a lot of, a lot of advisors, right. It's just the, the advising and that's it, but we want to do more than that. Right. We want to help you develop. So. And then when somebody wants to become in, you know, and be advised by you guys, what is like, what is the process? Is it just like, you just pay, you know, and I, we don't need to get into actual the, the amounts or anything like that. But is it like, is it like a la carte where you pick and choose? Like, I want strength training, I want video analysis, or is it like, um, you know, is it everything all encompassing? And you could say like, no, I don't want to use the, you know, the strength program. I got my own guy. Like, how does that work as far as you know becoming a a, uh, a rule one sports um, like skater? Yeah. yeah. So um, right, obviously we'll have a couple conversations and. Yep. We'll send over our information packet and video. Um, you know, you take a look at it as a family, but um, the differences in packages, um, it's really all inclusive. We have a lifetime and a two-year package. Yep. That includes everything, right, I, I said. And um, then we have a one-year that's usually for your age outs that need to go to college mm -hmm. um, or guys that are going into their last year of juniors and maybe want to switch teams. Uh, for whatever reason, that's generally – where we see the one year done, but everybody's two year lifetime. Um, and if you go two year, you usually end up going lifetime, right? Cause you like the personal touch and, um, you know, building a relationship with every, every guy is, um, something that I think is unique and, and special to our company and, um, really, really helps them have success, right? Cause their success is our success as well. So, and 
<clears throat> I just want to kind of touch on what kind of person you are as an advisor, because uh, my brother was talking to me because he was um, he was I was like, you know, did Jack help you out with your skate day? And he goes, no, he couldn't. He got called in last second. I had to drive down to St. Louis to pick up a kid or it was like it was some like something happened where he said he had a skater that came in. And you were like, well, I'll come grab him. And he went down to St. Louis, picked the kid up and drove him right back to Wisconsin. And um, yeah. Yeah, he didn't didn't have a ride from Chicago, so I went down and helped him out, picked him up, uh, right, and and was able to get him to where he needed to go. But yeah, right, somebody as the relationship develops, um, right, it it turns into a mentor relationship, and um, right, I'm always here for my guys, and and that's how every single one of our advisors are, right? They they want to have that personal relationship, and. They want to right, help you along the way and be there for you. So it's it's really cool. And that's why we've had success so early in, in our company's, um, you know, lifespan so far. It was wild. I was like, he did what? And he was like, yeah, he, he just like, it was in the middle of it. Like, he just went and picked him up. I'm like, well, he didn't like have a buddy pick him. He's like, no, like, he went down there. I'm like, they do that? And he's like, yes. I'm like, that's wild. <laughs> like, I didn't like, knew what thought yeah. of that. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, funny but, story there. Yeah, like it, it blew me away. Um, so, and then the, it brings me to one of my other questions. We talked about what kind of players you do represent. Are there type of players that you don't represent at all? Um, yeah, usually, right, we want to represent everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if their game um, is, is good, right, that's obviously something that we want. But just like the coaches, we want good people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we want guys that are, you know, self-motivated, that want to get to the next level, that want to have success. And, um, you know, their off ice behavior is, you know, good. Right. It's division one. Right. If a lot of guys want to play division one, division three, whatever it may be off the ice, that's how you have to rep- represent yourself as well. So um, guys that you know, are doing the right things, right? Going to school, taking classes, have a job, um, whatever it may be, right? We want them to do the right things because um, ultimately, right, we have to feel comfortable moving them to a team and yeah. and trust that they're going to have success. And if we can't have trust or faith in a, a player, or, you know, even sometimes, unfortunately, a parent, um, it's a little scary for us, right? Because yeah. that's our reputation, our our connection, and and our network that'll ultimately, right, kind of be sacrificed if if the right things aren't going on. So um, we do have a high standard for our players, um, and we right help them and make sure that uh, they meet that expectation. Yeah, it's funny because like it's you guys are in the same boat with like you know when um with that that you know youth coaches high school coaches are in and it's one of those things when you have somebody calls you up and look they're looking to get a you know a comparison or they're looking to get info on players like they're like you hate this you you ha- even you might like the player but you have to be honest right and right. that's one of the difficult parts with like you might love the kid but if he's got some things that are holes in his game and you don't tell that person what those holes are that when he gets it, his trust in you might be broken. Then next time you have a player that is a 100% you know, fit, you're trying to push him on, that coach might not take you for your word anymore, right? And right. and that's huge, you know, and that's the thing too, is that when you guys are advising, that's one of the things I was curious about. When you guys are advising, like 
you can't, I mean, you, you obviously highlight all the great things about players, but you also have to be honest. Right. And, and you said you were, you've been honest with the players, like, because it's your reputation on the line too, as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And transparency is huge, right? Yeah. One of the first conversations that, you know, if you're a new player to rule one sports, um, you know, you're signed, everything's taken care of. One of the first conversations I'm going to have with you is, you know, Hey, I'm a pretty transparent guy, right? Through and through, you have questions I want you to ask, right? If you have mm -hmm. struggles, concerns, I want you to tell me about them, right? Because that's how I can figure out who you are as a person, um, right? Things that we need to work on. So honesty is is huge. It's the number one, um, right? Honesty and trust, right? And that translates to um, the team relationships, um, yep. and where we send our players, right? So very transparent, right? If a coach calls me and says, you know, does he have any offers? Well, yeah, he's got four or five, right? But mm -hmm. he wants to play for your program. You know, what are you going to do about it, right? So, yeah. um, you know, they usually tender, draft them. Um, so that's good. And then I tell the player and they're ecstatic, right? And yeah. um, that's really what I ask is, is the through and through honesty, um, you know, if, if that's not something that's going to be there, then, um, unfortunately, right. How we handle rule one sports isn't just, it's just not going to work. Right. Yeah. Um, cause that's the one thing, the stigma with advisors is they're shady and they're not doing the right thing. So that's, that's why we make sure we're all, all the way through honest and, and transparent with people. Awesome. Um, now, as far as when you get kids and things like that, and I know there's a lot of people that watch this, what are some of the maybe advice you have for a kid thinking about getting an advisor? Um, make sure that, right, you want to go off how you feel, right, talking mm -hmm. to them. You want to go off um, reviews of current clients they have, right? Yep. How, you know, how has their experience been? Um, kind of what have they done? How's their relationship? But the biggest thing is the player, um, at least with our comp, uh, company, we want you to feel comfortable. Yep. Right. Um, and obviously, you know, there's kids and, and people in general that are shy at first. Um, mm -hmm. right. But then you loosen up over time and, um, that's just part of developing a relationship. So as long as the first couple calls, you feel comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing, whether it's us, whether it's somebody else, Right. You want to make sure that they're representing you accordingly and um, that, you know, if you have a young kid, right, who's 15, 16, whatever they may, may be, you want to make sure that that advisor person is, you know, kind of right, doing the right things because that's something, right, the player is going to look up to them, yeah. right? Um, so as a player, you want to make sure you're looking up to somebody that, that you think is a good fit. So. Okay. And then, um, likewise, what kind of uh, what kind of advice do you have for a parent? Because I'm, I'm sure it's all the parents that reach out to you first. Yeah. Um, you know, the kids the kids are kind of along for the ride. But um, what advice do you have for parents looking to have a, um, you know, advice for parents looking to have an advisor? Yeah, somewhat somewhat similar to kind of the player, right? Being comfortable with them is huge. Um, the biggest thing is that you know for parents when I talk to them a lot is they've had these bad situations where they have an advisor, um, you know, maybe the advisors from St. Louis or something. Right. And uh, they live in Wisconsin and they take their money and then they never hear from them. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a huge thing that 
Um, it's a shame that it happens, but making sure that doesn't happen to you, asking enough questions, yep. asking, you know, what's it, what's it going to be like after we sign, right? How much are we going to hear from you? Um, how involved are you with, with our, our son? And, um, you know, those are kind of questions that some parents ask, but some don't. Um, so those are, those are huge things that you definitely got to be aware of. Right. And, and that's why we make sure to be checking in with our guys on at least once a week. Right. Um, mm -hmm. at the minimum. Right. So that way the relationship can, can keep developing. Awesome. Um, and then I asked this to all my, it's my, one of my finishing up, uh, questions out there for you. If you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice, uh, when you were 12 or 13, what would that advice be? Um, boy, that's a good question. Um, for me personally, I needed, right. I needed to get in the weight room, maybe a little bit more. Didn't take working out as, as serious from a young age. Um, but ultimately I know popular these days is, well, am I going to be found? Right. Like, am I even good enough to, um, right. Be seen by the USHL or the North American league, or just an advisor like myself. Um, right. If that's a doubt, repetition's always the answer, right? Doing mm -hmm. drills, shooting pucks at your net all day, right? When you're out in front of your house, pretend, pretend you're like in the NHL, right? It's a good mm -hmm. way to keep shooting pucks and, you know, a couple hours go by and now you're the kid on the team with the hardest shot, right? Whatever it may be. So repetition's huge and, um, that's how you become great at anything. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny you bring up that because it's like it's it's something where you wish when you were a kid that uh, you had somebody you know because our coaches say things our parents say things and as you get as you get into your career you know it's one of those things where you hear it so much from these people that are, that are directly surrounded by you that it, it starts to go one in ear out the other um, but it's also good when if you had an advisor that could one once again tell you these things like hey like and you know for a lot of the time you could be that advice for that 12 13 year old kid that you're helping you know what i mean like no like, your shot's weak <laughs> like yeah you know, yeah I can't, I can't tell you how many times where i've asked kids you know give me give me three things you're going to work on in the off season and the three things they give me i'm like what like no <laughs> like, those, yeah. like those are the three things you've identified and i'm like no you are a good skater like you don't like you need yes yeah, so always keep working on skating but man in your shot's pretty good too like it's like stick handling could do some work. <laughs> like yeah. he's got nothing on stick handling, and it's like what? Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's something we do for our players as well, right? Is you have summer plans, right? For yep. every player. So, um, like we have a, a skater, um, right? He plays in the North American League. Very fast skater, but um, his hands can't keep up with his feet, right? So mm -hmm. our goal for the summer is we'll continue on your edge work. That's great, but make sure your hands can match the speed of your feet. Cause if you can accomplish that this summer, who knows where you can play. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Very high level, hopefully. So, um, you know, that's huge, right. The, the realistic feedback is, is kind of what is a huge thing for us. So. Yeah. And that's where it's great to give kids that honest feedback. It's great to give kids um, that kind of, it helps them because what I've also noticed with, with, with all skaters in general is like, one of the things, and it was my mistake when I was, uh, when I, I kept getting cut when I was a uh, bantam, was because like kids work hard sometimes, 
Um, but sometimes they work hard on the things they're already good at, right? Like it's fun. Like it was fun for me to go out in the basement and just stick handle around and things like that. But I didn't need to work on my stick handling. Like I, it would take me 12 minutes to run a mile. That was my problem. <laughs> but, right. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. I didn't like running. So why would I go like, so like when I'd go down to the basement and spend two hours working at my parents, they'd like, so did you work, you know, did you work hard today to get better hockey? I'm like, yeah, I stick, stick handle for an hour and a half. I, I didn't need to do that. Right. right. Um, what I needed to do was go and try to get my mile per hour, you know, so it wasn't, you know, I wasn't having, you know, my, my mom who was walking wasn't faster than I am. So, um, you know, and that's one of the things I think you guys can do is also shed some real insight to those people that are, that you're advising and say like, yeah, like, and then in addition to that, you not only provide that insight, but you guys are also taking it one step further and saying, here are the options we have for you to mm improve those things that are fantastic and then um you know next thing you know you have a more well-rounded player and stuff like that so yeah absolutely yeah. that's that's huge for us so mm -hmm. um do you have any other last things you'd like to because we, we've i've finished up with all of my questions and i guess is there any last thing you'd want the people out there to know about rule one sports or yourself or anything like that um yeah i mean uh, we summed it up pretty good um mm -hmm. but Right. If you're thinking about getting an advisor or, or an agent, um, right, make sure you're comfortable with them. All right. And um, we have a we have a couple of different advisors and a couple of different ways, right, that we handle things. So whatever situation um, that you might be in and maybe need a change of scenery, that's something we can provide because sometimes uh, people need help and they just don't know where to ask. Right. So um, absolutely. Right. My my phone's open 24 seven, love working with people, making sure that they're taken care of and ultimately want to have a good experience. So that is um, very important. So. Yeah. Being, being comfortable. And that's what's one of the, and we, I don't think we touched on it much, but the amount of information that you guys have. Right. And I think that's also hockey's so crazy and it's so, because, because like, you know, there's no, there's no one path to get you to where you want to go. Um, and that's one of the things I've noticed with parents is they don't, sometimes they don't know where to start, right? We, we can do a presentation or you can go to a webinar and they can tell you, oh, what you do is you go play AAA, then you go play, you know, juniors, and then you go play college. But then they get to the juniors and they're like, well, what's the difference between this team that's called the NA3 and the USHL? Like, and they don't know. And that's where a lot of the information is. And that's where people like yourself come into play where you can provide that information. And, and I mean, <clears throat> I think I know what's going on in hockey sometimes um, on a good day. I think I know. But then again, there's other things, too. And I hear people talk and I have no idea. I was like, wow, I just learned something new today. And 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 if I'm struggling sometimes, I know the mom or dad who might not have played hockey growing up is completely lost. And that's why I think you always want to make sure that you have the correct information and then you have someone that can provide you with that information because um, getting the information is great. But then actually the acting on the information and acting on contacting the people or figuring out what's going on is, is, is that's half the battle. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, so. Yeah. There's a ton of different leagues out there. Right. Yeah. We have a diagram in our information packet uh, kind of looks like a kind of a spider web, right. That got tangled and all mixed up. So, right. If you don't make the NA, if you know, you don't make the USHL, but, Whatever it may be, there's a ton of leagues in Canada as well that are great for development um, for young guys that want to move up in America. Um, right there's there's different team relationships. 
Um, you know, here there's a couple of different tier two leagues in America. There's about six different leagues in Canada, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, crazy, crazy difference, um, right? And, and it does matter in terms of college commitment, um, yeah. where you go and where you play. So, um, like you said, right, the players' goals is, is what we focus on and giving them opportunity to accomplish those is, is huge. So. Yeah, like you said, the difference between some of these junior teams and league, even the, the difference between some teams in junior leagues is substantial. Like, yeah. like some teams are producing, you know, they're in the same league, but one team's producing D1 athletes and the other one's, you know, not really producing anybody. And, and, and sometimes people are like, well, I play in that league. And it's like, well, it doesn't really mean much because, you know, of, of how that organization's run and who's coaching the team and who's got the connections. And, um, you know, and that's the other thing, too, is some people, just, well, I just play, I play junior A. And you're like, well, where do you play junior A? And they tell you the league and you're like, well, you know, your goals might need to come down. Like, I don't think you're going to the NHL off that league. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, right. and that's where you guys come into play. But um, that's only questions I had for you today. And I just want to say thanks again for coming on. Um, you really enlightened me. Like I tell you, it's, it's, I love doing these interviews with things that I'm not like informative, like I'm not informed about. And so it helps me out. And I'm hoping the parents out there, um, they're able to get something out of it. And, uh, you're, if you want real quick, what's the website people can go to if they want to get in contact with you guys? Yeah. Rule one sports, uh, com, um, mm-hmm. is our website. We have Instagram page, uh, Facebook page, right? Any way you want to reach out um you know my number as well you know you can always message me on instagram mm-hmm. mine's jack.rule1sports um you know my phone number's on there as well um right so always available if you have any questions whether you know anything about hockey um mm-hmm. right or you're interested in advising right just love helping people along the way so um hockey's my passion and um can't get enough of it you know so <laughs> is this has been great thanks for having me on too so and then i'd like to say to everybody uh next uh this wednesday upcoming we have cole mckaig on he is one of the assistant coaches for the saskatchewan junior hockey league's flin flan bombers so if you're looking to get some information on what we've talked about here from the canadian junior leagues cole's going to be a great resource for you guys to answer some questions and kind of get informed about some of the canadian junior hockey leagues out there and then on Friday, we have Coach Brett DeNapp on. He is a St. Louis uh, personal private instructor. He coached Car Shield uh, 08s last season. He should be a great uh, addition to uh, Fridays and give you guys some great information there. Uh, Jack, thanks again for coming on. It was awesome having you. Uh, I just want to say thanks a lot. And yeah. uh, everyone out there, stay safe. Yeah. So, so. Thank you. Yep.